Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. News doesn't stop happening on Fridays. With News Talk Radio at its weekend best, The Roy Green Show delivers on the Chorus Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. So watching the uh, South Carolina primary last night. And um, there was all sorts of talk about, well, Donald Trump's going to win by 4% or 5%. Turned out he won by 10. And I was, as the evening was developing, I kept thinking back to the, uh, all the times we heard, well, he's not, he's not going to last. He's going to fall apart. Oh, he just said this, or he just said that. He's going to fall apart. There's no any no way anybody can survive what uh, what Trump has been saying. There's there's no way. And yet he finished second in Iowa. He won in New Hampshire, and uh, now he's won big in South Carolina. And at no other time, at no time in contemporary American voting history. Has the Republican candidate who has won New Hampshire and South Carolina not gone on to win the nomination? And I suspect if it weren't Donald Trump, uh, anybody else who would have said what he said would be gone by now. But somehow, he's been able to bridge that gap. And I keep going back, and I said this to you before, I keep going back to a Washington Post uh, article that I read, written by two of their reporters, and they very interestingly laid out how Donald Trump has been able to focus on politically correct speak and politically correct actions and been able to tap into the frustration that Americans have with political correctness. And so now you have what you have. I think Donald Trump's going to go on and get the nomination for the, for the uh, I was going to say the conservatives, well, they are the conservatives for the GOP. At the other side of the uh, of the ledger, in Nevada, they had the caucuses uh, yesterday. They'll have their primary in South Carolina next. And Hillary Clinton beat Bernie Sanders. And when Clinton was speaking and, and, and thanking people for her victory, Bernie Sanders' fans were booing her. So there's, uh, there's contention among the Republicans. Uh, Jeff, um, Jeff, Jeb Bush stepped out. There's a lot of unhappiness among candidates, I suppose to a certain extent that's going to happen. But now there's real animosity, it appears, between uh, Sanders and Clinton. Jeff Screamer is the former mayor of the ninth largest municipality in Wisconsin, Waukesha, or Waukesha and uh, he's been an outspoken supporter of Donald Trump, I think from the very beginning. And we've talked to Jeff a couple of times um, during this campaign season. Jeff, thank you for coming back. Thank you. Were you pretty confident going in that Donald Trump would uh, would, would be able to ha- take South Carolina? Uh, yes, I was. Yes, I was. Um, he he's a fighter. Um, he he says things how they are, and his message is resonating uh, with the American people. As a politician who has campaigned for public office and won it, and campaigned and lost it. Um, what is it? What is it about Trump's message? What do you see? What do you hear in Trump's message that is really making him continue to connect with Americans, regardless of of what he may say? I mean, there was a scrap 
not necessarily scrap, but there was a an exchange, an indirect exchange between Donald Trump and the Pope the other day. What is it that makes Donald Trump connect with Americans the way he is? Well, Americans these days realize that things don't always fit into a soundbite, and they appreciate that Donald Trump is a fighter. And when people try to push him around, he pushes back. And his responses are common sense. Um, Most everything he says makes sense to the common American. And they're just thankful that finally we have a candidate that is not a career politician, that has actually accomplished something in the real world, you know, besides, you know, sitting around the Senate and blowing hot air. And someone that has a backbone that'll stick up for uh, Americans and America. And that, that's why he's successful. So now on the, on the Republican side, and you're going Republican, obviously, you've got, um, you've got Donald Trump, you've got Marco Rubio, you've got Ted Cruz. Those three will definitely go on. Um, there's going to be pressure on the others to probably over the next weeks or so, certainly step aside. But do you see anything appealing in Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz? They're, they're representing or trying to, for the leadership or the, the nomination of the same party Mr. Trump is. Um, I don't, based upon my experience as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and as an executive um, in city government as mayor, um, I'm looking for a candidate that has executive management experience. And the fact of the matter is that while Rubio and Cruz, you know, maybe, you know, nice guys to, you know, go to the bar with or talk to, um, they don't have executive management experience. And you can hear a difference in how they respond to questions versus how Trump responds. Um, Trump has grown a business in perhaps the toughest business environment in the world. Um, He's been very successful with his business. He's employed uh, thousands of people. And what he's learned through that um, as far as how to uh, get results, how to solve problems, um, how to negotiate with others, um, he'll be able to bring that to the White House. And and quite simply, um, Rubio and Cruz haven't really accomplished much in the Senate, and they do not have – and virtually don't have any management or executive type experience. Okay, so you think uh, that that's, that's certainly that's what's what, what's appealing to you. When someone looks like a winner, when somebody starts to win, uh, I, that's when you start to hear the scramble of tiny feet as they try to get onto the bandwagon. Uh, you're in Washington. You're located in Washington now. What's the feeling in the city toward Donald Trump now, this morning or today, versus what there might have been before the primaries began? Is there a is there a, um, a scrambling to get on side with Donald Trump? Are people who were opposed to Trump now in the in the nation's capital becoming more inclined to uh, be on side with him, sensing maybe an opportunity and an advantage to do so? Um, they are they are quietly. Uh, Washington, D.C. is a a very polarized city. Um, People are either in the Democratic camp or the Republican camp. And while Donald Trump um, is running as a Republican, and clearly he has business savvy and he's a fiscal conservative, um, he's still an outsider uh, to uh, the old Republican guard. Um, But what we see happening now is that there are uh, many people on the inside um, in the House and the Senate that are quietly supporting Trump, um, rooting for him, assisting him where they can. 
uh, waiting for him to win on Super Tuesday so that then they can become public about it. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it, that you have a situation where you've got a candidate who's won two out of the three primaries, well, they finished second in the caucus in Iowa and won the two primaries. In any other year, any other election year, if you had that reality, the party would be thrilled at uh, at saying this is our this is our candidate this is the person we want to uh, you know lead the charge for the White House and yet the brain trust of the party and I see them on various cable news channels uh, they almost seem to be well, they're still trying to derail the Trump uh, the Trump train yeah unfortunately that's true you know they have a vested interest in the status quo and the way things used to be in the Republican Party. And uh, Donald Trump um, is not controllable. Not controllable. Uh, they can't control Trump. Um, he represents, you know, a future loss to them. You know, they may lose their influence or um, their position should he become president. Uh, therefore, um, he's not uh, readily accepted by the old Republican Guard. What are your thoughts about uh, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders and their standoff? I think that it's absolutely amusing. Um, Hillary Clinton uh, comes off as very angry. Uh, I've listened to her in some of the debates, and uh, it's amazing to me how the mainstream American press gives her a pass um, for the things that she says and the things that she does. Uh, Bernie, I I believe that he's a good-hearted man, uh, but his policies and ideas are absolutely crazy. (laughs) Um, and and I'm and I'm I think it's amusing that that he's actually doing quite well. Uh, well, you know, Hillary. Jeff, that's because he's making so many promises, and people are, are believing that he's going to be deliver, able to deliver, uh, you know, a bag full of goodies, particularly to the young, not recognizing that along with Mr. Sanders, uh, Senator Sanders' promises, come massive tax increases, and not just to the Wall Street bankers. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. Everybody would feel it under Bernie. What about yeah. Trump? What what is it that what is it that changes in the United States when uh, when Donald Trump becomes president? Let's just say Donald Trump is the president of the United States. What changes? He says we're going to win again. It's going to be a, a, a better country. And so, what is it that you expect to really most significantly change about the United States? With Donald Trump in the White House? Well, first of all, the White House will be respected once again. Uh, people will know that what the president says, what President Trump says, um, will actually happen. Uh, the American people will know that, and countries around the world will know that. Um, he's not the type of person to be pushed around, and um, he says what he means. And you genuinely, also, you genuinely think he has what it takes to win the general election? Clearly, I do. I, 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 I do. Um, it's not going to be easy. Um, he certainly has a number of obstacles in front of him. Right. But he's, demonst- he's demonstrated himself so far that, that he's a fighter. Um, he's politically savvy. Um, he's strategic. Um, he can certainly do it. It's going to be fascinating to watch what happens over the next few weeks. And certainly by, well, I would think by the middle of April, the end of April, we'll know who the nominee is going to be for the uh, Republicans and for the uh, Democrats. Of course, um, Secretary Clinton does have concerns about an FBI investigation, but we'll see how that develops. Jeff, thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. 
Thank you, Roy. Jeff Screema, former mayor of Waukesha in Wisconsin and a supporter of Donald Trump, who won again last night in South Carolina and by 10 points. I was listening to to Ted Cruz. I was thinking, would this man ever stop talking? And he, uh, yeah, I know, me too. But he finished third, and he just was going on and on like he'd won the thing. Anyway, we're going to come back, and I'm going to play a couple of George Carlin clips, and I'll tell you why in a minute.